Breaking news from the BS and Beer News Desk. Welcome in to the Beer Chaser after the Saints defeat okay. the Falcons 48 to 17. Today I've got Tomas and I've got B Train with Who that? guys. What's going on? Man, feels good. Feels good to yeah. close the season out that way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, Tomas? I had to adjust the light there. I had a too much light on. I don't know. I still might have too much light on. Okay. All my silver gray is reflecting. So we'll see. It's all good. It's good. good. Oh, man. Okay. So let's get started. What are you looking for? What did what, you think about the, the, the game here, Tomas? Lovely. Anytime we can be the Falcons, I'm a happy man. Yes, sir. As, long as, yes, sir. as long as we have two wins a season, I'm good. This year we only had one, but I'm good with two. Beat the Falcons both times, we're good. What happened at the end of the game? They turned it into another game with three minutes left. Oh, we, we will. We will not on, exactly not on my stream. Yeah, not on my stream, but my stream froze up like a TV dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the Falcons <laughs> offense. It's like, I was like, God dang it. Do you want me to spoil it? Do you know what happened? Well, let, let, let me show you here what happened. Arthur Smith walking in to uh, shake hands with Dennis Allen, and he's pretty pissed. Ooh, do we have any lip readers? I love yes. it. Love it. <laughs> what the F was that? Uh, yeah. That's right. Not happy. But uh, right. here, comes, it. here comes it. See, see? What the F was that, man? <laughs> Look at Dennis Allen with his, you know, normal impassioned response. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, hey. Employment line is that way. Unemployment That's right. line is that way. Got it. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. It was it was lovely to see the Saints uh, make that move late in the in the game to uh, bolster the score a little bit. Just twist the knife. We we love that. You know, I mean. Against anyone else, they wouldn't have done that. But the Falcons absolutely deserve it. Stick it to that? them. That's Screw right. the Falcons. That's right. You I'm know who I wouldn't complain, but there, yeah. there's not a team that deserves it more than the Falcons. That's right. That's right. Stupid Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go through this game, man. All right. Uh, first possession by the Saints, we ends up in a punt. Um, but then on Falcons' first possession, the Saints bust the coverage, hmm. and Scotty Miller hits a like a 56 yard reception. It it was ridiculous. And then Ritter followed that up with a uh, short pass to John o. Smith for a touchdown. Seven nothing Falcons. Hmm. Uh, train what, what were your thoughts early on when this happened? Yeah, it was embarrassing. Um, I, you know, it's blown coverage. I think Taylor fell down on that. It didn't look good and obviously had me more nervous about the Saints game than the other game that was going on, yeah. you know, yeah. early on. And um, thankfully, it wasn't too big of an issue. But I would say they got to clean that stuff up. But I don't know if it's going to matter until next season. Well, don't give up hope. Chicago right. Bears are playing good football. They could yeah. definitely beat Green Bay, and that was Kansas City, so 
what's to say? Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Right. So we need to clean it up. We need to think positively and we need to clean that crap up. That's fair. Yeah. Get my head back in the game here. There you go. There you go. Yeah. But I will tell you that on from the very beginning, uh, part of the problem is who do we have playing back at safety? You know, we're missing so many people that it's yeah. hard. To, when JT Gray is your safety, mm-hmm. you already have problems, you know? Problems. I love him on special teams, but dude, not at safety, you know? Yeah, that was right. There was, some, And then uh, Taylor did make up for it later, which we'll talk about. But, I mean, yeah. early yeah. on, especially in the slot, did not look good. That was rough. He's not a slot guy. No. I, I would hope that they learn the lesson. Pete is better at tackle. Yep. Bond is better as a rusher. Okay, figure it out. Taylor's better on the outside. So Yeah, especially if, if Lat's gone, man, we're going to have Taylor and Adebo on each yeah. side. I mean, you know, you can work with that. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we, we got a message from a, a Dallas fan. Um, I'll be ready to potentially play Dallas or Philly in the playoffs. Sure. Uh, and, of course, they got the Dallas Cowboys for life there, so. Mm. Well, since we didn't win the division, uh, you know, we'll we'll have to travel. So it's kind of, you know, there's a couple of factors there. If, if somehow we can squeak in the wild card, um, you know, then most likely just reading the tea leaves, I, I think Dallas is going to win that division. Uh, so that's closer. It's warmer. You know, it's inside. Uh, but Dallas is much better right now. And, I, you know, I think we could beat Philly um, even if we played in Philly. So. I don't know. I just don't see them coming away with the NFC East, but that would be nice. Yeah. We have to be truthful, right? I mean, yeah, we can play with most teams, but we're not mm-hmm. a top, you know, four team. So it'd be a rough going no matter who we play. Yeah. That's right. Well, we, we avoided paper bags. There's no paper bags here, fam. No booze, no paper bags. I mean, look, when you close the season out with a win over the Falcons in such a convincing fashion and you end on a winning record, I mean, look, that you got to take that, you know? Take it. That's right. Really can be got. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I think so. You look how we played the last four games. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's, there's optimism there in the last four games of how we played, so. Even in the games where we were getting blown out or whatever, like the Lions and the uh, and the Rams over the last couple of months, like they fought back, man. This team has fight and yeah. they're peaking at the right time, even in spite of the injuries. So you never know if they can get into the playoffs. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. The second drive, we see Kendra Miller get a carry and like, yeah. it was a pretty nice game. He looked pretty good running a ball there. I'm shocked. Because it's Kendra Miller playing football. Wait, wait. Did that he go to LSU? Perfect. Oh, no, no, no. Nah. Was he with the Tulane? Did he go to Tulane? Oh, no, 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 come on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm look, sorry. no one's ever been, no one's been a bigger fan of Kendra Miller than me. I've been, you know, cheering for him and believing in him all year. Anyone that listens to the show. <laughs> uh, no, but hey, look, it, it it's, he picked a, a good time to come out and play, I guess. It would have been nice, yeah. you know, having him available earlier in the season, but yeah, he did, he did look good. And, um, you know, that that's what we would have, especially if you had that with Camara for the whole season, I think mm-hmm. that would have been a really good one, two punch. We needed. Um, you, you, never, 
you can never account for injuries, right? Yeah. So, you know, when this young man is not injured, obviously he has the skill set to play. You know, so we'll and see. They, and they finally kind of figured out the offensive line to, you know, to some extent by the end of the season, which helps. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And I definitely believe that Pete at the outside was the a major change that was a, a positive. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, Kendrick Miller finished the game with 13 carries, 73 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. Uh, he had a long of 18, man. I'm telling you, um, he, he he looked pretty good this game. Yes, sir. Props where it's due. Yeah. Uh, even got one catch for six yards, too. So, yep. I expect more of that. I expect him working more out of the backfield, those kind of swing passes like sure. that. You know, yeah. and like train said, the combination of him and Kamara, you know, where you don't have to expose Kamara to so much during the game, I think that'll be a, a, a tremendous positive. Yeah. We're going to need it in the playoffs next week. Yep. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so then we see Carr connect with A.T. Perry with a back shoulder throw for a touchdown. That made it 7-7. And look, overall, the Saints were four of six in the the red zone today. Um, Without Jimmy Graham. Without Jimmy Graham, yes. There's no reason why they couldn't just let him dunk it one last time. (laughs) He was in the game. uh, Mm -hmm. But still, yeah. No, they're they're red zone issues. They've, you know, down down the stretch, they figured that out. Today, they, they looked good there. Yeah, got got to give Carr some props, man, because um, he's not good in red zone. But these past few weeks, um, they've been converting in red zone, and, and so yeah, got to give him the props. Um, the Falcons respond with a swing pass to Bijan Robinson for a huge gain. This was like seventy yards for a touchdown, and this made it fourteen to seven. It looks like Elante Taylor was supposed to be in coverage on that play. Um, total bust, though. Yeah. That was embarrassing. And uh, just as bad as it, you know, if you take out this play and that, uh, in the first half, I mean, uh, half of their yards came from those two plays alone. Mm, that, yes. I mean, yeah. look, it happens, but this defense has been largely predicated on shutting down those those home run plays. And right. early on today, they didn't do it. Now, thankfully, it didn't really matter, but not a good look. Right. And when you look at Ritter's statistics, that's what you're going to see. Is that a bunch of yards, but it's really just on two plays. Yeah. You know, so, um, but, but again, I think I, I, I give that all to the, to, to the injury bug that we have because we just don't have May back there playing, which is, he's a much more steady safety than, than what we have back there, even though we've got a couple of guys who are bringing it forward, but it's just a big difference. When you put Taylor like that on an Island, he, he's not Revis, you know what I mean? You yeah. can't put him on an Island like that, you know? I mean, I- I was cursing at Dennis Allen in the first half of the game, but when you take away those two plays and when you take into consideration the injuries, like you mentioned, um, good performance today. I mean, it, in spite of a lot of guys missing, they oh, looked yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we got down to pretty much the last corner on the team who is Shamar John Charles. <laughs> I, I didn't know I didn't that. Even know. Yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, who that? <laughs> Literally, who that? But he's out there playing corner because we're down so many corners now. So yeah, when I see a number that I don't know, and I'm like, wait a second, I gotta go look who that who is right. that? You know, <laughs> that's that's not good news. You know? No, it's like that Miami game a few years ago where Peyton was in the locker room and he was like, "Who is that?" And it was like guys right. getting their jerseys stitched up on the day of the game. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, this, exactly. this is the guy on your team here. <laughs> All right, and we saw Kendra Miller get his first touchdown in the second quarter. That made it 14 to 14. Um, again, Kendra Miller actually playing and looking good. And that play, if you recall, I think at first they said that was short, and everyone in the stadium was going, Yeah, crazy. yeah. You know, he got yeah. that. And, and they didn't even need to use a challenge. New York, they right. did the thing. And I don't know why the NFL doesn't do this on every question. All the time. Yes. That, time. That's wrong. Yeah. Fix it. <laughs> yes, immediately. And they did it. So props to the officials in the NFL or whatever. But, you know, obviously the inconsistency really bothers me still because they don't yeah. always do that. But that that's what right looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what do you think about the officials here, Tomas? Like. What the hell is going on all game? You know, we, we've talked about this a number of times. If the NFL really wanted to fix the official issue, they could fix it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just they don't want to fix it, right? And so with that in mind, then it becomes a, a, a subjective situation. There's mm-hmm. no way you're going to tell me that some guy who just finished eating a dozen tasty donuts running down the sideline with a striped shirt is going to be able to know exactly where that guy fell on the ground with the ball, you know? He gets there too late. So, you know, and, and I'm exaggerating. There's some good referees in the game. But the, the bottom line is that poor calls cost games. Yeah. And, you know, and again, you turn around, like I say to you, I mean, sometimes those poor calls are on purpose because, you know, we want to see the Rams in. We want to see the Cowboys in. We want to see, you know. Saints? No, we don't want to see the Saints in there. That's a small market, you know. We, you know, so you know, a lot of that is, a, in my opinion, uh, politically generated because of what markets they want to see in the postseason. You know, that's but, a good point. Maybe it's all built in. Maybe, maybe this 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 bad rap stuff is all built in just so we can have the outcomes like we want them to be. I believe that. I, you know, I don't. Part of me wants to believe that the NFL is like wrestling and there's a kayfabe and there's a script and all that. But, you know, um, I, yeah. I don't think it's actually like that. But I, there's definitely desired results. And, you know, with the subjective nature of this, the refs can affect that. And that's a big problem, not just from a gameplay perspective, but with, you know, legalized gambling becoming right. as big as it is. It's being pushed yes. by the NFL, by ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like this is a big problem. Okay. And I think eventually that's going to come to a head when people are losing all kinds of money on totally subjective calls where mm-hmm. every other league in the world, man, it, basketball, baseball, soccer. I mean, they, they, everyone just somehow gets it right. They have the, mm-hmm. we have the technology to do it. There's no excuse not to just get it right. Especially when there's this much money involved. Yeah. Well, and it's not just the, uh, again, you want to believe that it's not anything scripted. You want to believe that it's on the up and up. Yeah. But all you have to do is go back to that one game, Los Angeles Rams versus New Orleans Saints. I was there. If you just go back to that one game, there is no doubt that they wanted the Rams in. You know, yeah. new stadium, new – they wanted the Rams in. Of course. Yeah. So maybe it's not scripted, but perhaps, you know, the powers that be go, hmm, who's the crappiest group of, uh, of referees we have? Let's put them on this game over here, you know. Well, well you know, and, and Tomas, it, if there was ever any question about the NFL's intent there, it was made crystal clear with the fact that that referee, uh, Vinovich, was rewarded with a Super Bowl the next year. So there's no question about it. Uh, he did he did what Goodell wanted. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it might not be scripted, but certainly there are meetings that are held, you know, to let you know yeah. this is the outcome we're looking for. Right. I mean, yeah. look, the city of New Orleans has a population of what? If I'm being generous, 400,000? I don't know, something mm -hmm. like that. I mean, if 10% of the LA metro area watches the Rams, which by the way, they don't because nobody cares there, then that's still more than the entire city of New Orleans. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but I, I would say this to you, certainly, and especially after Katrina, the population is much smaller. It's not the city that I grew up in. But uh, as you say, Los Angeles doesn't really give a rat's butt, butt about the Rams. Yeah. So whereas the Saints are not just New Orleans, the Saints are regional because, you know, you have New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Lafayette. You know, you have a number of cities across the, the Gulf South that will watch the Saints. So as far as TV viewing, you know, and sponsorship and commercials and that kind of thing money-wise, I think, you know, there are other teams. I mean, Dallas probably would do great, no problem against us. The New York teams, yeah, sure, fine, because those people watch those teams. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and that particular issue with the Rams – it's like the Chargers, really? Who yeah. watches the Chargers? You know? Well, that was a shame. Moving them from San Diego to LA yeah. was nonsense. Yep. Terrible. So we see the, the Saints and the Falcons exchange field goals to end the half. And so the game is tied at 17 to, uh, to end the first half. And so that brings us to our favorite segment, of the show, if I can find the clip. <laughs> it's a Tomas rant. That's right. I don't want to get this back. I, I, I have opinions. I got a new coming in. It's going to blow in less than a minute. That don't mean anything to me. My opinion overranks the fact, okay? It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. And she will. It's a mathematical certainty. Tomas, give me the rap for today. All right. I hope you're ready. <laughs> now, I'm 68 years old. I have been a Saints fan since day one when they announced it. My wife and I were season ticket holders for I, don't, I can't tell you how many years. Okay. So, I, I don't play the game. All right? I, my, my life went in a different direction. So, I've never been on the field wearing uniform and pattern. But as a student of the game, mm. I, I have always been perplexed by the term holding because I, I see so much of it and I never see it called. Mm. It's like, mm. wait a second. Here we're talking about referees calling a game a certain way or whatever and right. you know making the outcome. Dude, in today's game, let's not even worry about the other game. Just in today's game. So my understanding, correct me if I'm mistaken, if an offensive lineman keeps his hands inside the shoulder shoulders of the defensive player, they'll seldom call hold. But if you grab the guy, pull him down to the ground, I would think that's holding. And today, we had very little pressure up the middle. Do you know why? Because every time our interior linemen take two steps forward, they pull to the ground. Mm. Dude, that's holding. I mean, wh what, what else would you call that? Uh, I mean, it was just so blatant. At one point, I even put it down. Blatant holding. You know? They're grabbing Granderson 
by the collar, pulling him like, wait, 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 you can't, can't do that. That's what Demario. Demario is going. He's got the correct angle to make the tackle. Here comes it, and they finally called it. They, they finally had to call it. The guy okay. did it like six times. You know, <laughs> finally grabbed Demario, and you know, I was like, dude, really? So my rant today. You know, I like holding on to my wife. I like holding on to the hard-earned money I make. I don't like to give it to Uncle Sam. You know, I like holding a beautiful glass of bourbon in my hand. Mm, mm. Or just before nighttime, you know, calls me to bed, a nice, beautiful little shot of cognac. I like to hold those things. Okay, okay. But I don't like holding my offensive lineman against my defensive lineman. I don't <laughs> like the way they don't call these damn things. <laughs> All right, there you go. That would be my rant for today. There we go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there we go. Appreciate that. <laughs> That's one of those subjective ones right there where they can influence the games. True. You know, because I mean, they certainly don't call it enough when it's against guys playing the Saints. <laughs> I, I've never seen it. You know, I watch so much football. I know we all do. Man, I have just never seen so blatant that they don't call it. You know, it's like, Jesus, are you blind? Do you need glasses? I mean, but and like I said, it's one thing you're holding them and they're still standing up, okay? But when you, when you grab them and pull them down to the ground, yes, then I become this guy here and say, what the was that? <laughs> no, Arthur Smith. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, it's so to be in today. You know, it's, it's, it's wonderful. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to be playing that clip for a while. I guarantee it. So. <laughs> like the, the other Atlanta clip where. Uh, oh, Tuttle. Tuttle. Oh, God. The German. If you watch that. Yes, the, the, the German. The German broadcast is so funny. Yes, that's, yes, that's yes. the one watch. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> See, so so now, Dale, what you need to do is put a compilation, you know, of all those Atlanta moments. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Twenty-eight to three, shy Tuttle, yeah. Arthur Smith. Yeah. Sounds good. That, that's a great <laughs> idea. Then. <laughs> all right, the Saints start off the second half on uh, defense, and Alante Taylor gets an interception on that first possession. Um, and this is after he's been kind of giving up a few things and uh, it's like he gave up the, uh, the touchdown pass to uh, B. John Robinson. Um, so battling back and they, they're actually, I think they're seeing that he's, he's better on the outside. Definitely. I think the coaches see that. Definitely. Yeah. And also before that, uh, he was being, when he comes to the sidelines, he had some other people telling him things. May came over and told him a few things. You know, and, and then uh, the coach came over and told him a few things. So, you know, it's just a question. We have to remember this guy is not like, you know, a six-year pro who's seen it all, right? He's still a young guy. Learn so, position. And I hope we get to talk a little bit about penning. But, you know, to me, we lack coaching in so many different places. We have such young, good talent. We need to coach it. You know, to get these guys back up. Look what happens in, in Texas, right? The Texans bring in a real good coaching staff, and look how they turn the whole season around in one in one season, right? Yeah. But that's it can be done. It's the same players. 
You know? Yeah, okay, they got Stroud. Yeah, okay. But but I mean, besides the, the ones they drafted this year, the other players all of a sudden all came up. Why? Good coaching. You know? And you know, the, the, the common thread between those two players right there, Taylor and Penning, I think uh, was an improvement that I saw with Dennis Allen, you know, this year because – Early on, he was willing to acknowledge, and I think it, a lot of people questioned this at first, that Penning probably wasn't the answer, and they benched him. And even today in the game, um, we saw Taylor you know, potentially be the primary reason why they gave up two big plays, and they pulled him out. He, he wasn't in there for a little bit, uh, but you know what? What that lit a fire under him and it seemed yep. to work because he yep. got his redemption. And I think that was the turning point of the game, in my opinion. Once he got that pick, it seems like it was all Saints the rest of the way. And he mm-hmm. got coached up when they pulled him out. They, yeah. they he got coached, which is yeah. what I'm saying is the difference. Penning gets pulled out and he just sits on the bench. There's nobody go over there and tell him, Hey, son, you know, you oh, yeah. Well, they and they got Marone as the off. That is a disappointment right there. I mean, yes. I, I don't know. They, they got better towards the end, but it's just you have all these first and second round picks invest in the offensive line, and you have this guy with head coaching. You know, this guy should be a good offensive line coach. I, yeah, I've been really let down um, with how that's played out. And I think the other part too is when Streif left. You know, when yeah. Streif left for Denver. I mean, that's the guy who was really working with Ramchek, and obviously he was going to be working with Penning. And with young, all the all the young kids that were going to be playing tackle, and without him, you know, I just it, it would have been it, great to keep him. Yeah, yeah, but to me, it just it, it's the coach. To me, Dennis Allen's a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, he he's got good defensive coaches underneath him, and you can see that because they make the adjustments and they work on things. But offensively, I don't see that. You know, yeah, our receivers, <laughs> even though they're good, I think our receivers can even be better. Yeah. Better coach, you know, offensive line, same thing. Tight end, same thing. So that's my perspective. But like some, some of this stuff is still on pinning. Like um a lot of Taylor got benched and he comes back and he responds. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's getting he, I'm pretty sure he's given the opportunity in practice to respond. Um, and they're not seeing what they need to see. And even even looking at um what he, iPad time, you know how they talked about uh, Abram yes. and his yeah. iPad time? Make your iPad time look higher. You know, you, you got to respond some kind of way if you're Penny. Yeah, well, I don't want to take all the responsibility away from Penny, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think Penning is more raw than Alante Taylor. And, and, and that being the case, he needs more coaching at the NFL level, yeah. right? He, came, he didn't come from a big school where he had all kinds of four years of coaching, right? Mm-hmm. He was just a raw kid who was big and nobody could beat him because he was big playing at that division level. Yeah. But when you come to the NFL, it's a whole different ball game, you know? And I, I really think, go back. Think, think about when we had other tackles, you know, the one that was hurt all the time, right, but was an all-pro. That dude That's came right. from Arkansas Pine Bluff. Yeah. yeah. And when he first came in, he got his butt beat every time. But eventually, he became one of the... He wasn't an all-pro when he first came into the game, right? Yeah, he was he, wasn't, wasn't it Charles Brown? Yes, he was replacing yeah. Charles Brown, and that's that's the difference. You, you're replacing Charlie Brown, who was somebody you didn't want to see play football anymore. <laughs> exactly. And then you get into the game, like, yo, you're going to look better than him. So Yeah, yeah. But, but well, my, and, point, my point is that I believe that Penning is still a project. 
Yeah, and I yeah. and I wrote that. You know, I don't want to give up on him yet. I, I want to see him get some really good coaching during the offseason, and let's see what he comes up with next season. Now, I if agree. He's, if he's a bust, he's a bust. Okay, but you know, yeah, we put a lot of pressure naturally on first round picks, and that's probably warranted to some degree. But I've always thought that offensive line is the position group that takes the longest to develop. So you gotta, you gotta be a little, and you know, he redshirted last year basically. So, um, you know, let's see where he is at the end of his four years and maybe they pick up his fifth year option just to give him a little extra time. But yeah, it's probably still a little too early. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, And this is, uh, we're still in the second half here. Um, Crazy, crazy catch by Chris Olave. Uh, goes for a touchdown. Um, this made it 24 17. B train, talk to me about this catch, man. That was awesome. The way he's bobbling it, it's bouncing all over the place. Uh, and the fact that he came down with it, that was super exciting. Uh, that was highlight reel, sports center, you name it. Um, great, great way to kind of cap the season for Olave. I think he's he's been very promising. Uh, in his first couple years with the Saints. And and that was why, right there, that tells you why he's such a special receiver because that's just focus and concentration. That's not just luck, right? Yeah. That's not luck. That's great receiver work there. And, and hey, good good pass too, but working around the cornerback like that, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd say that's yeah. the key word, concentration. Mm-hmm. You know, excellent, excellent play. Absolutely. Um, I think the offense started getting hot here. Um we saw Miller have a nice run. Who, who's that? Yeah, Miller <laughs> had a nice run, and yeah. Pete Carmichael follows it up with Derek Carr play action. Boom is a strike to yeah. Shahid, thirty-one seventeen, baby. Where the hell has this been, Tomas? <laughs> well, that was my prediction, by the way. Thirty-one seventeen was my prediction, okay. but we beat that. But and you were like, stop the break, just pump the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just eat up the clock now, so I yeah. can. Run. No. Uh, um, well, again, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm a homer or whatever, but and you know, especially Dale and I have talked about this. Uh, I, I never remember. I, I didn't pick Carr to be the quarterback, right? But the guy was injured at the beginning of the season. He, he was pretty beat up. And so now you're seeing a car that's not beat up and you're seeing, I think, a more intelligent uh, game calling, as it were. Yeah. And that's, that's why we haven't seen And you said it. There's play action. Well, yeah. man, you know, if we would have had play action from the very beginning of the season, yeah. uh, our offense would have been tremendously different. They didn't but, win it. Yeah, we didn't have that. You know, and then he gets beat up and he's got, you know, shoulder issue, Back issue, rib issue. Dude, you can only do so much when you're beat up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that this game, and really the last four games, really shows what is possible with this offense, you know? And and today we didn't have AK. So just imagine if you add that to the pot of gumbo there, you know? Man, you're going to have an outstanding off. But it's really the play action. Man, that play action really made Atlanta bite. You know, so yeah. And, yeah, and of course, the beautiful throws. I mean, I don't know, you know, these back shoulder throws. Suddenly, I'm like, why, why didn't Carr throw this before? Man, you know, I mean, it's like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, is this the same guy? 
But I have to believe all training camps, though. Like, we see Ben had to step down. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. I agree. I agree. But you know, a a lot of personalities are also into play because here we're looking at Olave, you know, and remember that for a while there was like real friction between Olave and Carr, right? Yeah. 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 And now all of a sudden, here he catches the pass, and the first thing I see is Carr comes into the end zone, you know, is all happy with him. Then they show the sideline, he's over, shaking his hand and pointing at him, like, yeah, you're the man, you know. It's like, wait a second, it's a completely different relationship now. <laughs> so the, the personalities, I think, are melding much yeah. much nicer, you know. Yeah. So, and that's why I think it's coming to life. And, and of course, we haven't even talked about A.T. Perry. I mean, another guy that next year, I, I, I expect big things from him. Yeah. Yep. Really big. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um. We saw the defense keep the Falcons out of the end zone. Uh, they came up with a big stop on fourth down in the red zone in the third quarter. Um, so we were inside the five-yard line pretty much when we came up with this stop. So good stuff. And then um, the Saints go and follow this thing up with another field goal. Um, and that made it 34-17 Saints. So yeah, we've seen the defense step up. We've seen the offense step up, putting up points. At this point, I'm pretty comfortable in the game. I'm really looking at the Panthers, hoping, please, guy, yeah. you know, give me a miracle with the Panthers. <laughs> they couldn't provide. But it, w- w- on that field goal, I think that was a field goal right there that d- surprisingly set the rookie Saints field goal record mm-hmm. that yeah. he beat Lutz on. So, mm-hmm. I mean, promising, promising sign, right, going forward. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's amazing to me. I said this to my wife while we were watching the game. You know, I call him Louisiana Shrimp because mm-hmm. he's so damn small. Little right? feller. And, and, and it's amazing <laughs> to me. He kicks the ball off, and it's out the back of the end zone. I'm like, dude, the, the technique this guy must really understand, yeah. you know, balance and alignment and, and line, you know. I mean, it's just amazing. It's such a small fellow can just mm-hmm. tattoo the ball like that, you know. That's right. Uh, That's but, right. yes, I mean, he's becoming more and more dependable. Yeah, I think you're right, B-Train. I think that was the kick that, that broke the – the season record. So, yeah. and again, he's just started, you know, and, and, and uh, the future's still in front of him, you know? Yep. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Atlanta gets the ball back and they follow this thing up with a fumbled snap and oh my God, Peyton Turner gets the recovery. <laughs> what in the hell is going on? Peyton Turner? <laughs> I mean, I think him and Kendra Miller got together before the game, and they're like, "Look, we both we got to do something because we don't want Dale sending any more bust alert messages right. out to people." That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, you well, the drop today. <laughs> I I have confidence in Miller. I wish I could say the same thing for Turner. That's true, but you know, I, I'm sorry, and I know there's somebody going to be upset with me again, but. I hear Turner, I hear Davenport, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's great, you know, that when he's when he's healthy, when he's playing, he seems to be a person that really is a disruptive force. Great, but if if you're not available to play, my brother, then you mean nothing to me, you know. Yes, so okay, last game of the season, he shows up. Great, I give him the next season, and you know, I'm not I'm not passing judgment on him yet. He seems to have a, tr- a tremendous amount of talent. So, okay. 
And, and with Cam reaching the end of his, you know, career, we need somebody to go against Granderson because Granderson's just eating everybody up. Yep. So, yeah. okay, if he can stay healthy and he shows himself, fantastic. But as of right now, yeah, and I don't think they have or nor will they pick up his fifth year option. So next mm-hmm. year is his contract year. So I mean, for some guys, they they no come chance. alive then. So <laughs> no chance. Yeah. But then there's a question of injuries, right, B-Train? I mean, yeah. you know, if he's not available to play, it doesn't make any difference. That's right. So. And A.T. Perry gets his second touchdown. And that made it 41-17 Saints. So, again, what you were saying about A.T. Perry becoming a factor next season, I think he's going to get an opportunity yeah. because – I'm pretty sure this is going to be the last year for, for Mike Thomas. And so he'll be able to slide in and uh, and really hold down one of these receiver positions, uh, him and Shahid and Olave. So are you you pretty confident with those three guys being your, your top guys going into next season, uh, Tomas? What do you yes. think? Yes, okay. I, I think so. Because you, you provide different things, right? Perry has length right? Height, and he can block people out. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Then you have pure speed. Possession guy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I mean, Olave's got combination of speed and he just runs such pretty routes. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I think that, yeah, I think a quarterback with any quarterback would love to have those three guys as one, two, three uh, receivers on their team. Uh, so yeah, I think so. Now, depth, that's another, another question. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know what we have behind them. You know, uh, I, I like the young guy from from Kentucky, but he's just a backup guy who's, you know, in a pinch. Yeah. You know? uh, and beside behind, behind him, what do you what do you really have? You know, sitting there. Kirkwood. You know, I mean, well, he's, we tried to get Hunter Renfro. Correct me if I'm wrong earlier in the season. And I think he's going to be a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that coming together. I'm pretty sure. Um we did have John Trey Kirkland on the practice squad, but they released yeah. him. Um, so, yeah, Jack Davis and Galloway. Yeah, free agency, you don't know who's going to, you know, yeah. become available. True. Well, we could pick up one or two receivers that really, you know, solidify the, the room. Yeah. And, and I agree. I think Michael Thomas, you know, either I think he either retires because of the injuries or as a free agent. You know, he, he'll sign with some team that looks to be on the on the cusp of winning a Super Bowl. I mean, that's what I would think. You yeah. Know? And, see that. and of all those teams, I would think probably a team like uh, Kansas City, you know, yep. would be, be a place that he would look at. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know. The, the injuries to Michael Thomas, such a, such a talented, such a, a guy who really has a will to win. It's just such a mm. shame. You know, yeah. that, that, that the injuries have really taken a toll on. You know? After 2019, too. And I, I still look at that week one of 2020, and I think it was against Tampa Bay, and we were arguably running yeah. up the score. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's walking, man. Yeah. He, he, got, he got hurt in that, and then I just – he's – since then, man, we've barely seen him. Never been the same. Never been the same, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you know, ankle injuries for a, for a, for a receiver who really depends on making those serious cuts, like he yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's not he's not. We're not talking about a guy who has speed. And if he loses a step, he's still fast. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about a guy who depends on making those cuts. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's sad, really. But, Good point. you yeah. know. Um, the Honey Badger kind of seals the game there with the interception, but he was trying to run it back. And I'm like, what? What what's going on, honey? Badger, you, you're faster than this. What the hell? It's Atlanta. Don't, don't let the fat oh. guy get you. No, well, he did that so that they could get it to Jimmy Graham. That's what he was thinking. He said, I got this one's for Jimmy. I'm gonna intentionally go down on the one yard line so they can get yeah. it to Jimmy Graham. Yeah, yeah. Honey badger wants some fantasy points. That's what oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if I may interject, I know that he's an LSU guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea. And, and, and of course, that's one of my alma maters. So you know, but let's be let's be real here, okay? Uh, Matthew has lost a step at least, maybe two. You know, so when I was watching him run towards the end, I was like, okay, he's going to run out of gas because he's he's just not going to be able to get to the end. And when he starts singing a little bit like this, I was like, oh no, they're going to catch him before the damn no. end zone. You know, so technical bowl on him. You know, again. <laughs> You know, let's let's put it where it is, right? I think he brought a tremendous amount of stability to the back end of our of our team on defense. You know, and somebody you could really count on. He knows what's happening in the game, but he's not a spring chicken anymore. You know, so um, you know, time catches up with all of us. And if he hadn't gone down at the one, then we wouldn't have got that super display of pettiness that <laughs> followed right after that. But, now that's true. So I'm thankful right. for that because. Right. I like the pettiness against Atlanta. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. So this is when we, we follow up with a fake tush push to Jamal Williams that made it 48-17 Saints. And that was pretty much the end of the game there. And that's why uh, old Arthur Smith was so pissed. And I'm here for it. Good. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever feel bad about anything that happens to the Falcons. They could never win another game for the rest of time, and I'd be okay with it. I'd be happy, yes. perfectly happy with it. Yes, yes. Well, um, I'd like to see them come into the Dome, fired up, like they're going to do everything, and then have that kind of a game where we just kick their ass. That's so, right. You know, that's just my feeling on it. You know? I mean, look, they came into the game with the same playoff aspirations as the Saints. You know, if yes. they won and Carolina won, they were they probably already had the Atlanta Falcons NFC South champion chip t-shirts right there in the locker room that are now getting shipped off to you know africa or something Uh right that's right (laughs) that's exactly right um but yo man look honey badger is second in the team in interceptions with three adebo leaves the team with four so and that was a really pretty and and that was really a a pretty interception that he that he made because he read the quarterback the whole way Mm -hmm. and you know so there's no doubt like I say to you, you know, I mean, his knowledge of the game is really a, such a tremendous positive factor to our whole defensive backfield. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I need players of the game from you guys. What you got for us, B Train? Ooh, let's see. On offense, um, man, it pains me to say this, but. Uh, you know, probably Kendra Miller. Uh, (laughs) I'll admit it, right? I'll admit it. He was a huge uh part of this win today, and Mm -hmm. I'll give it to him. Okay, it took the whole season to get there, but um, that's a good sign. And I would love, trust me, you know, I I, I wanted Spears, but 
I would love for him to keep doing this going forward. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and on defense, I don't know, man. Everybody with all the injuries, we had a lot of guys stepped up. Yeah. Man. Um, uh, you know, hard for me to say. You know, probably uh, I, I liked Taylor coming back when he did, but of course, with that, you know, we wouldn't have had those big um home run plays by the Falcons early on. So yeah, I don't know. I gotta think about that. Okay. All right, Tomas, what you got? Well, on offense, I would choose uh, Pete Carlton. No, uh, Miller. <laughs> Miller is my guy, okay? I am so happy that he played so well. And and don't get me wrong. It's not because of, of Spears. You know, I, I wish I, – I hope all of them do great, okay? It's just that I, I think that this young man is going to make a big difference to our team, and I'm glad we saw a little something of it. Um, yeah. So, and, and on defense – I'm going to go with Matthew because I really think that his leadership makes a difference back in the backfield. I think a lot of guys did step up, you know, some that we don't even know their name, right? Uh, who's zero? Oh, yeah. Uh, so yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? it's like, who's that guy? Uh, yep. That's my wife said, who's zero? I'm like, I'll tell you who he is. But a lot of those people, I think, stepped up because I think that Matthew was able to give them some direction as to, you know, here, 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 here. Uh, I think, I have to tell you truthfully, I think the defensive line played great. Uh, with all the damn holding that was going on, they still mm. were able to keep, you know, the the, the pocket where it had to be. Um, so, yeah, but I, I'm going to go with Matthew as to my, my defensive player of the game. Okay. Um, for me, I've got to go Derek Carr on offense. He did his thing. Uh, I think it's probably the best he's looked all season. Um, for sure, Kendra Miller was, you know, definitely in consideration. Um, on defense, I am going to have to give it to Zero, Ugo Amadi, because, <laughs> like, like your wife said, like, I was like, who was that guy? But he always showed up on screen. Um, the fact that we're down to, like, these cornerbacks who you don't know and they're playing well, I have to I have to give it to Amadi. So yeah. Especially on that play where he actually blocked the vision on that touchdown throw. Because that's a yeah. bad touchdown throw. And I was yeah, just look, he, he had he had one where that deflection would have came to him if he was like two inches taller. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> true. It would just spread right over his fingertips, bro. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The truth. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, I, I have to give him a lot of props in that secondary, man. Like they're, they're, they're out there balling, bro. They're doing their thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's all good now. We just have to be ready for next week. You know? That's right. Uh, yeah. I'm, yep. we I'm going to be doing my prep work for next week to see, uh, <laughs> you know, well, well who, who we have is going to be able to play. Yeah. Who's not injured. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> I'm sure tomorrow everybody may be sitting in a big bucket of ice. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> trying to heal up. So, you think uh, they're watching this these games in the locker room now? Probably. Um, yeah, I, I would think some of them are. You know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's probably a few of them. Most of them, I, I'd be home by now. But... Yeah, when hey, it's when Mardi uh, Gras season, get the kids. Yeah, exactly. When 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 the clock strikes, it's time yeah. to leave work. I'm get the hell out of there. You know. <laughs> Well, it's dinner time anyway, so you know it's time to shower up, get dressed, and say, "Okay, chow right. down." You know, that's right. whatever happens, that's right. happens. 
Yeah. All right. So that's going to wrap up the show this week. We will see what we'll be playing next week. And uh, maybe we have a, another beer chaser to uh, recap our playoff win. How about that? That'd be nice. Sounds good. <laughs> I'll be there. Count me in. Sir. There we go. There we go. So for Tomas and for B Train coming through, uh, this has been the Beer Chaser. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Who that? Who that? Later. Remember to follow us on social media at BSN Beer Media. Also, smash the like button on YouTube and share with friends. I'm a